The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners. This is not about shameless promotions and bragging about himself like many others out there. The Art of Relationships radio show is for you in helping you become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dazinski, The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody, this is Greg Dzinski, and as you heard, I'm licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan and also a specialist with relationships and sexual aspects or concerns or issues, problems, whatever you want to call it. Welcome, Fishbowl Radio Network out of Texas. This is my virgin show So, I'm going to be, well, actually, my virgin show with you guys. I definitely appreciate all the help, all the feedback I've been getting. I am excited to join you guys and listeners around the world through Fishbowl Radio Network. You can catch me Monday nights, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time, or that would be Central Time, 9 to 11, and the Fishbowl Radio Network, the uncut And if you want, you can also download the Art of Relationships radio show. Has the own app for Apple and Android devices, which is pretty cool. And you can also use the app to chat with me live. And you can call me 586-212-4196. Again, that's 586 Two one two four one nine six. This show is for you, the listeners out there, to help improve your lives, become happier, maybe more content. More, content sounds boring, but it's also a good word. I want you content, happy, feeling good about yourself, your self-esteem healthy at healthy levels. You don't take crap from others. You don't get treated like crap, right? And go after the love, the desire that you deserve and you're longing for. And for those, of course, and relationships, how can you intensify those in a better way emotionally, physically, right? And be able to reach the epitome of love that maybe you dreamt of as a teen, a kid. Maybe you still do as an adult and you sort of gave up on that. Well, I'm here to help you and hopefully you can kick that up 
a notch or two. Well, I'm hoping a lot more than a notch or two, okay? So, again, you can join me in the live chat if you download the Art of Relationships radio show's own app for Apple and Android devices. And you can also catch me on TuneIn through the Fishbowl Network and through Spreaker.com slash user slash Greg Dzinski, or you search for the Art of Relationships or Art of Relationships radio show. Okay, most of the show is based on me helping the couples, relationships that I see in private practice here in Metro Detroit area in Michigan, and I talk to people all over the world, which is cool. I'm very flattered by that. I'm very flattered to help people. Tonight, we are going to talk about Access and social media. How many people out there are still connected? You're still hooked up with your exes on Facebook. Maybe, you know, you're on Friends. Maybe you're on Twitter. You follow them, whatever. Are you stalking them because you're jealous? They broke your heart. Or are you looking for ways to get even with them, right? And what happens? You're in a new relationship now. Your exes, whatever. How do you handle it? Do you keep that your ex is still a friend, say, on Facebook? You know, how do you handle that? And what do you think? Do you think that's right? Do you think that is inappropriate crossing the lines and the boundaries? Or are you just telling your your new love, right, or maybe like, like at the point that, oh, it's no big deal, right? you don't like it too bad get out of here Ooh, how many people would like that that's almost like a kick in the crotch (laughs) um and it would drop you to your knees right how many people are okay with that that you're connected via facebook social media what what else is there instagram there's uh twitter i already mentioned i'm trying to think what the hell else is out there there's a whole bunch of other stuff out there, Snapchat and everything. Ooh, we got one individual on chat that said it's wrong and inappropriate. Now, what happens, right? I said, if you're in a relationship, what happens if you are not in a relationship and you're still connected to your ex via the social media outlets? Do you think that's wrong and inappropriate? Or are you hoping, oh, you know what? She's going to see me. She's going to want me back. Or, you know what? He's going to realize I was the best thing he's ever had, and he's going to be freaking crawling back to me. He's going to be begging to come back with me when he knows I'm going out with friends at so-and-so, right? Hmm. How many people actually know (laughs) that your exes are maybe keeping an eye on you through the social media outlets, right? How how many people don't even realize it? Maybe they go through and they're answering friend requests. Maybe you have it set to public and you don't even realize your friends are maybe stalking your ass, right? Or also, how many people, you know, you hear people setting up fake accounts on Instagram, uh, Snapchat, what else? Facebook, I already mentioned, Twitter, all these aspects that people are getting up faking, uh, faking 
what do you want to say, profiles, <laughs> here we go, and, you know, just a way to keep tabs on the exes. Does that make you whacked if you're doing it? Does it make them whacked, do, you know, doing it to you? So many people, you know, you look at exes and people talking about getting, you know, PPOs and I don't know, in Texas and around the other world, these are personal protection orders, and I don't know if they're the same uh, format in Texas and other areas of the country, but, you know, it's more or less legal documents telling people to stay well <laughs> away from you, uh, you know, no contacting via social media, texting, phone calls, nothing. Stay the hell away from me big time, right? And say, you know, the single aspect might be, yeah, okay, but now you're in a relationship, right? You're in a new relationship. It's supposed to be happier, better. You're supposed to be more content, more happier, right? But you're still connected via social media to what? You're still connected social media to your ex. Is this okay, right? And you know how many people are listening right now are in this situation and you're connected. You know it. Your ex knows it. But your new love, or maybe at that point, like, or maybe you're having sex, knocking boots. Ooh, nice little boot reference for Texas. <laughs> and knocking boots with your new partner or whatever. And they have no clue. And you know what? You're not going to be forthcoming with that aspect, right? Yeah, they find out whatever, I'll tell them later. I'll tell her later. No big deal. Ouch. You know what? My personal and professional opinion, you know what? You need to be up front. You need to know why and what the heck is going on with that. Oh, welcome, Princess Foo on chat. You are playing with fire big time. And... You look at the reasons, you know, why are you connected to your ex on social media? Is it that you are still grieving the loss of that person, that relationship? Is that the reason? And maybe you're hoping they're going to win you back. They're going to see the, the error of their ways, as they say, or that they just simply messed up and you're hoping they come back to you. No, if they still, they see you watching, they see you and you see them posting stuff, they see you posting stuff, that they're going to get maybe the old childish game that you are, what, making them jealous, making her jealous, and they're going to want me back, right? Sometimes that works, but I agree with Foo. You're playing with fire and that's childish. You don't want to play these teenage games going back and forth with one another, right? And again, if you are still connected, like I said, with your ex, and you're in a new relationship or, you know, maybe it's been going on for some time, a couple months, six months, a year, and all of a sudden your new uh, found love realizes that, oh, you're still connected to your ex or who is that oh that's just my ex-wife my ex-husband my ex-girlfriend boyfriend partner whatever this cuts across uh heterosexual gay lesbian realms bisexual realms they hit across all uh, facets now 
What do you do? Oh, let me guess. First thing out of your mouth, you're looking at what? Um, oh, I didn't even realize there's still a friend. <laughs> how, many, how many people have tried that, right? Oh, I, I must have forgot to remove them. Uh, is that a bunch of shit? <laughs> is that bullshit? And that's going to create problems, right? It, it's going to tell your new found, ooh, grieve in a relationship. I never heard it put that way on chat. Yeah, that is true. A lot of people grew, you know, could grieve the relationship and they have a hard time letting go. Maybe it's maybe not just one partner. Maybe it's both. They know they're toxic, not good for each other, but they still miss that because you're comfortable, right? You've been together maybe for years, years, right? You know it's toxic. You know it's not healthy. You break up, but you still have that, you know, that heart-ripping, grieving aspect. And that's why maybe you're trying to stay connected uh, via social media outlets. Healthy, not at all, right? It's almost like maybe you got to rip that Band-Aid off. But like I said, you know, even with couples and individuals, you know, going through, you know, grieving through a divorce. You know, I see individuals that, you know, they're grieving and divorced, so they come and see me and all this aspect. You know, some people can rip that Band-Aid off and go after it. Other people maybe need their hand held and understand the grieving aspect. And maybe the social media, well, I still keep tabs. They're going out with so-and-so. They're going out. And my question is, what are you gaining from that to do that, right? What are you gaining by keeping tabs on an ex? I get it, right, that you're grieving, you're hurt, but is this making it worse for you? Again, it's not judging, not being biased, whatever, but are you looking at the situation that, it's making it worse that you're having a hard time moving on, okay? Now, going back, if you use that as a issue and you're in a new relationship and you're grieving, having a hard time letting go, ouch. That tells me you should not be, again, I'm not judging, <laughs> but man, maybe I am judging. That that tells me you should not, you're not emotionally ready to be in a relationship if you're still hung up on an ex. And the reason you're still connected on Facebook, whatever, oh, we're just friends and all this stuff, I get that. However, you need to break the boundaries and your ex is not going to, or I'm sorry, your new found love, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever partner is not going to be too cool with you still connected because they're going to ultimately think, right, it might be human nature, the insecurities, all that. Oh, do they still want them back? Why are they still on there? That's the first question they're going to ask. Are they still hung up on that X, right? And then they might think it's not necessarily what you say. It's all about what you do. And people listen to the show, they've listened to the show for a while now, and they know I'm all about it's not what you say, man. It's how you show your partner, how you love each other. And you can talk your shit, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Almost like the Charlie Brown commercial and the operator and Charlie Brown, <laughs> drives you nuts, right? It's what you do. What are you showing me that you're no longer hooked up or hung up, I should say. You don't want to be hooked up, right? You're in trouble then. Hung up with your ex, you know, 
on Facebook or whatever that you're still following them. They're still checking that out, right? Oh my God, I can't believe he, he, oh my God, he put that out there dating. We just broke up a couple months ago. Well, let's see, you broke up a couple months ago and you're dating me. So what's that say about you? Why are you so upset about this and why do you care? You see, all these insecurities come to the surface in new relationships and maybe rightfully so. How can you, if you still are paying a lot of attention, people, to your ex on social media, then how are you able to pay attention to a potential awesome new relationship and a new love that could be even more significant, even better than what you ever had in the first place? That's why you broke up, right? There's usually reasons to it. But, of course, you need to maybe seek help and maybe try everything to heal those relationships, especially if it's, you know, a long-term or long-term marriage situation, right? Other than, you know, domestic violence situations, that's, I don't want someone killed, and that needs to go away bad. So, do you believe out there, I want to hear you, give me a call, 586-212-4196, and you can also join uh, join me on live chat on Spreaker.com or the Art of Relationships radio show's own app, okay? And please, you know, download that. New listeners from the Fishbowl Network, radio network, man, feel free. Download the app. It's free. Join in, man. I want to hear your comments, your questions. That's why I brought the show to widen my horizons as far as helping more people out there. I want to hear what your take is on social media aspects, right? Oh, my God, what's this? You say things on social media that maybe you wouldn't say in person or even drunk message or drunk text, right, when you need to make a clean break from your ex. I completely agree. But for a lot of people, it's very, very difficult, especially if you are not the one or you were not the one that wanted to break up. Now, right, we all heard the rebound effect, and sadly, there's truth to that. And looking at the situation where, um, you know, are you not purposely using somebody to get over the pain, whatever, but maybe subconsciously that's what you're doing, and what happens, you're still connected to one on X. If it was me and you're still connected, um, that tells me why. Oh, we're just friends. Would I? Yeah, I sort of get that. Do you have kids involved? Oh, no, we don't have kids. I'm like, ah, oh, this is too creepy for me. Maybe it's just me, and I'm confident. <laughs> I'm secure and confident with myself. I just I don't want this bullshit, and I don't want the drama. So I'm going to say, later, bye-bye. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe that's fine. That's cool. I'm not judging. It's just not for me. Doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't make me a bad person. Just means I ain't dealing with this, right? That's fine. Now, how many people are on social media out there listening? Oh, and you tell me, you tell your friends, you tell everybody, oh, we're on social media because we have kids. So the kids can see what's going on. <gasps> Um, ooh, how many people have tried this route? Is this acceptable? Well, I can get that. I understand that. Uh, kids, you want to stay connected, right? You got kids together. It's not about you two. It's about the kids. Fine. Um, 
do your kids, depending on the ages, I get that. You know, are your kids, you know, oh, you know, they're three years old and you're still connected to your ex on Facebook. They can't even read yet. <laughs> so why are you, you're telling me it's for the kids, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they can't even read. You're telling me it's for the kid. No, that's where mom, dad, you can maybe talk to them verbally, right? They can't read. So you're going to go on so you can read. Uh, no, that's inappropriate, right? Again, depending on the age of the kids, and it gets to a point, can you set parental controls and maybe your kids, if they can start, you know, school age, even early school age where they start reading, uh, six years old, seven, ooh, those are boundaries, right? You look at, do they need to be on Facebook? I That's for a totally different show. I'll get on that as far as the age appropriateness and stuff and with kids and social media. But, you know, if they're a teenager, again, you know, they're a teenager. They're probably going to have their own social media outlets. Uh, some of them don't. You have no clue about mom and dad out there. Um, they sneaky little buggers. <laughs> but, you know, if they're teenagers, they're going to have a social media. They can have mom, dad, whatever, friend on Facebook. I'm sure they do. You don't need to be maybe involved with that, right? Now, what happens in the situation where uh, are you just connected to them because you're trying to bust their ass, right? Oh, my God, I'm going to find out uh, he's not paying enough child support. So I'm going to find out, right, if he's got a new job or he's making more money, whatever, so I can print him off, show the friend of the court, well, at least here in Michigan, our court, you know, to get more child support. Ooh, that's sort of manipulative and sneaky, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. So you look at what are the, or maybe you're wondering that they're drinking, partying too much when the kids are around and you're worried about your kids' welfare. Now we're talking all about a lot of issues, right? Are you using social media as to spy up for the welfare of your kid. Now, I want to hear this from people in the chat and also to give me a call, 586-212-4196 and tell me, you know what, is that right or wrong? Ooh, are those boundary issues talking, right? <clears throat> I am going to take a short break, people, and... I want people to write this number down again, right? I hate to repeat it and sound like a broken record, but it's 586-212-4196. You can give me a call with your questions, your comments, even if it's off topic. You can, like I said, the show is for you. You can, you know, ask me questions on any topic, man. That would be cool. I'll, I'll answer it the best I can, okay? And also, please, new listeners, you can check me out, theartofrelationships.org and theartofrelationshipsradioshow.org. And I'm all over Facebook, Greg Dzinski, that's spelled D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, or also the Art of Relationships, okay? Welcome again from Fishbowl Radio Network, my virgin episode with you guys. I'm going to take a short breather, 
And I'm going to be back shortly. Thank you so much. Be back in a few. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Yeah, baby, you talk about the cosmic thing.
This is just another song you'll never hear about a girl I've never met. This is just another life whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it. This is just another ride taken by surprise with no clear end in sight. This is just an empty line you've heard a million times that I've used to make it right. A chance meeting in a parking lot. Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to
Hey everybody, this is Greg Tuzinski, a.k.a. Master G, back, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. That was phenomenal, talent, Skyway Traffic, just another song you'll never hear. And the first one was Cosmic Groove by Rev Right Time. They opened years ago in the 90s. They opened uh, for Stone Temple Pilots, believe it or not. They got a funk groove. They're going to be coming around. So check them both out on YouTube. They're Michigan-made, too. No offense to Texas out there. And uh, big-time talent, super nice guys. I know Rev Right Time, they're getting their band back together. Uh, Ferris is getting the group together, and they actually are doing a movie video shoot for a new song. Actually, I think in a week or two, uh, week or two, I think. So check them out on Reverb Nation and also uh, all over YouTube and on Facebook. Again, Skyway Traffic, just another song you'll never hear, and Rev Right Time, Cosmic Groove. And this is Greg. I'm back, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, relationship and sex specialist. And we're talking about what? What the hell are we talking about? Oh, exes exes and social media. Do's and don'ts, or, right? Or do you just sort of... Um, forget about it all together, right? Again, I'm going to give my phone number. I got to quit saying again and just do it. <laughs> 586-212-4196. Please give me a call. I want to hear from everybody. I want to hear your comments, your insights. I want to hear even ways I can improve the show. It's, again, all about intensifying, making your life happier, easier, more loving, more passionate, and more obtaining that desire that you always crave. Speaking of craving, I am still, I know it's slow. People that know me and everything are bashing me. When's your book coming out? <laughs> uh, it's coming out hopefully within the next, uh, I always say that, then the next month. Probably, I'm going to say by the end of June, realistically. I wanted it out by the end of April. However, <coughs> too much going on. So it's going to be called uh, C's at Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and the Sexual Relationship You Crave. And I think we got a caller. Hey, welcome. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. You're on live. Hello? There we go. Hello, I'm sorry. You're live. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, now I can. I'm sorry. I think I had the audio turned. uh, I had it turned down on you. I apologize. Oh, you're not sorry. So this whole media Facebook thing, I think that you have no reason to have your experts on there. There's just no no reason. No reason? There's no reason to have your exes on, this, on your Facebook. Okay. Clue me in. Tell me why. I mean, because if you let them go, you're, they're in your past for a reason. Especially if you're in a, in a new relationship. How can you move on? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason to have your exes on there. Oh, I agree. I, I completely agree. And that's what I mentioned 
Um, I don't know how if you were listening to the whole show. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, oh, cool. I was talking about you know all these excuses that a lot of people use. Oh, it's for the kids. It, it's yeah, for this. Bullshit. I agree. I think it is bullshit yeah. too. And you know, it's I don't know if it's they're trying to still hold on. They're trying to gain ammunition for court custody battles, which I. That's a mess, and that's a whole nother show in itself. But I agree Definitely. with you that there should not be, um, there there shouldn't be that going on. I agree no. with you. And it's like you said, if you're going to have them on there, be upfront about it. You know, I mean, what's your reasoning? Now, if someone came, on there. if someone came to you and told you this, what would you do? Would you dismiss them? What I do? You mean if they had? Meaning yeah, that if they had, you're dating somebody, and I, I don't know your situation or anything, Say, but say, you know, boyfriend, you know, whatever, husband, and all of a sudden you find out they had an ex on, say, Facebook or other social media outlets, what would you do? How would you handle it? If they told me they had their exes or, or if they had them on there. Because, see, this is my thing, too. There's so much... Like on um, uh, Facebook is one of them too. That people are trying to hook up, you know. And you're you're not even like looking, and people are sending you inbox messages, like you said, sending you friend requests. You know, people have uh, their own reasoning. But if you're gonna have your exes on there, it's gonna be an issue for your new relationship. Why would you? I don't know. I just think that it's wrong. And like you said, then we, you know, excuse. Oh, we have kids. That's bullshit too. I agree. You know, but how would I feel? I don't I don't think it's right. I think if you're out of that relationship, they're your ex for a reason, then you need to leave them there. So would you... You don't have uh, to move, move forward, you know, into a new relationship if you're still holding on to the ex. Ah, that's my take as well. That is yeah. my take big time. What? Yeah, now... I just, I don't know. Go ahead. In your situation, would you then, if, say, you know, I, I don't know your situation or anything, and, like, I, I tell people all the time, I, I don't ever ask for people's names or anything. Uh, I want to keep privacy anonymous. That's your business. I don't want to get that out there, and I respect that confidentiality professionally and even on here. But, you know, say yeah. you were in a relationship, I knew it was going on, you found the ex, found that they were still connected to their ex. Would you? I did have that. I did, that's, I did experience that. And, you know, when I confronted him about it, he just said, you know, you're so insecure. You know, like, you Ooh. put it back on me. And I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, you're not making me feel secure when you, when you have a reason. You know, every day it was like, uh, so-and-so is friends with this person now. And it just happened to be someone he had one night stand with or someone from his past, you know, and it, it was becoming like everyday, you know, occurrence. And when I confronted him about it, I said, you know, I'm not really happy that you're, you know, why? What's the, what's the purpose? And what what's was the, the reason? What was the reason? He didn't have a reason. Didn't even someone come up with the past. bullshit? Didn't come up with the yeah, bullshit it, excuse? Yeah. Definitely. Well, there was no excuse, really. He just told me I was insecure and that I had issues. I said, oh, yeah, well, I think anyone would. I mean, what is the purpose? You know, I don't go adding random people, you know, and like I said, it just, to me, it, well, the relationship is, you know, over. I know that, but 
when it, you know, when it did matter to me, I was really hurt because I know, you know, he's got a lock on his phone and, you know, the phone would be going off all night. And, you know, if I would have kept a look at it, it would be Facebook messages. So God only knows who he's talking to or communicating with and, and why, you know, if he was trying to hook up with his exes. No, I agree. And I love how you know. certain you know, certain individuals try to flip it around. <laughs> you know, they try oh, to flip yeah. that script <laughs> and try yeah, to make it look like that. you're insecure. Why? How yeah. dare you even ask me about this? And yeah, you true. got nothing to how worry dare you about. Look for how, how dare you look for things? So I shouldn't be finding things. No, well, it's not if you're you know? looking. It's just popping up. Especially if they're on your your friend stream, you know, it'll say so-and-so is now friends with, you know, it's like an automatic thing. Right. Of course, I, you know, out of curiosity, you're going to click on it to see who it is, you know, and just to, for your own. I, I, I said, agree it big time. Now, but, no, yeah, it's I not. Mean, I just leave it at your ex, delete them, get rid of them. I Move on. Go to your next one. Why would you want to put yourself, like you said, at one point, you know, why would you subject yourself to watching what they're doing or have them flaunting whatever it is they're doing, you know? Why why subject yourself to that? Why put yourself through that? I, I agree big time. And we have individual on chat, and <laughs> she, I think, knows part of my saying I'm a huge advocate about going with your gut instinct. Yes. And if... Yeah. Your ex is on there. Thanks, Foo, for going with that. Now, I'm huge. I always tell people, I tell couples, clients all the time, you know, it's hard to separate, you know, what your heart is saying and what your gut is saying. And I try to align both the heart and the gut. Yeah. And if your gut's telling you something ain't right, man, don't That's ignore right. it. Go with That's it. That's right. And, you know, I think, like, what you said, my situation, it was I already knew in the brain, it was just getting my brain to connect with my heart. Uh, you know, and my gut, my gut's always right. You know, it seems to be like you know, you go with your gut instinct on things, and usually, you know, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's it's usually true. And then sometimes we ignore it because of whatever's going on in our life at the time, and whatever reason you're, you know, your love or fear. Oh, absolutely. Are, you know, I believe those are the two emotions we operate out of, and so, you know, if there's no love, then is there fear? I mean, I, I don't know. There's a whole other subject, but, you know, <laughs> I just want to put my two cents on, on the whole social media because even it, prior it to the Facebook, there was my space. No, it was the I, same I agree. I'm sorry you know? about that. Yeah, they need to be clued up and look at, you know, how, how is this affecting my relationship? How is this affecting that? And is this making me look like an ass? Right. Or are you going to have an attitude where, oh, I don't care, whatever. They need to get over it. That tells me yeah. they're not being respectful of That's that right. relationship, or maybe you. That's right. Very disrespectful. I mean, especially, I mean, I could see, you know, like before my husband died, he, he started a Facebook and I added him, but we had been married 22 years, and, you know, before he died, we, we were friends, you know? Uh, we, we were friends. Right. And um, But I didn't put anything on my Facebook that would hurt him or flaunt anything that would hurt him. You know, it was a it was a respectful thing, and it was just out of friendship. You know, I loved him. You know, I wasn't I wasn't in love with him, but you know, he was my husband for twenty two years, and it, you know, it, it is what it is. And right, but I don't know. This no, to me is a whole different yeah, situation. Yeah, definitely. When you're sorry for to, that. 
Yeah, I appreciate yeah. your phone call very much. And, you know, it hurts. I'm sorry about what you went through and, you know, the, the passing you. as well. It sucks. Yeah. It's not easy at all. Yeah, that is and, what it is. But I just um, I appreciate your show and listening oh, to you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I Oh, thank you. I definitely appreciate it. And that's what it, it, like I said, it's all about my main focus. Uh, that's why I'm still poor. <laughs> my main <laughs> focus, my main focus is, you know, helping people that and if I can help people and sleep at night, that's, that's what it's all about. I'm not about uh, right. going after billions of dollars at all. I'll never lose the focus of uh, yeah. helping others and Trying to be, you know, definitely staying non-judgmental, non-biased, but also I don't put out there, um, I don't put a lot of bullshit out there or a lot of no. psychobabble e either. No. I'm very genuine. No, you put so. it out there the way it is. <laughs> you put it out there where real people can understand what you're saying. That's what I want. You know, and no one wants psychobabble, you know? No. I mean, everyone wants to hear the truth, and like you said, you weren't, you're not trying to judge, but... I'll, no. I'll say I will. I'll judge for you. You know, I think it's wrong. You know, especially you know, if you're single and you have exes on there, whatever, that's your thing. But if you're in a relationship, and it's then it needs to go. I agree. Yeah, I, I think it just causes you're you're an individual on chat earlier said you know you're playing with fire. You're opening up yeah. a bunch of crap, and that yeah. tells me, man, <laughs> if you don't know what's gonna cause that. You're either naive or you're stupid. You know, exactly. pick one. Whatever but one think, makes you feel I better. I think you know what you're doing. I think you know what you're doing. I don't think you're, you know what I'm saying? If you're trying to get with your, why? what's the purpose of, of being, you know, watching your ex? I just, I don't get it. And like you said, I'm not naive and, and I'm not stupid and I'm not insecure when it comes to that. It's just, um, it's, I just don't, I don't, don't think it's right. You know? No, not at all. I I agree with you 100%, big time. Um, uh, awesome. No, I, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much and well, the kind words, you. okay? Call any time. Keep up the good work. I <laughs> oh, thank it. you so much. And all I'm right. going to move on a little bit. And Okay. I'm okay, thank you too. so much. You take care. All right, okay? thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, that's cool. Neat call. Um. Very cool call. That's good. I, I, you know, I agree. Like you said, you're looking at different reasons why people do this, but you're going to get yourself in trouble if you're in a new relationship. Now, if you, the only way, if maybe your ex, and you're worried about the safety of your kids, right? Yeah. Now, this is, and if they're stupid enough to put legal or freaking unethical behavior, immoral behavior out on social media. Well, let's face it, people do it every day, and you're going to use that um, to protect your kids. Now, I'm not talking being vengeful, being a bitch or a dick because you got your heart broken. No, I'm talking about you're seriously worried about the well-being of your kids. That's different. That might be the only acceptable avenue maybe I can see by having your ex on there, and you better clue your new partner, your new whatever love or potential love of what the hell is going on and why you're doing it, okay? And you better not be using it as an excuse and bullshitting. Got it? Or that's going to come out as 
well. Okay, social media. Oh, in the next hour, people. I know people are going to go nuts with this one. We're going to talk about orgasms. How do we go from social media and access to orgasms? Maybe they were your exes because they were not giving you orgasms, right? Or maybe you weren't getting enough orgasms, right? They had no clue, right? And I mentioned we talked about a previous show last week, I think, on foreplay. And uh, sort of a friend, a virtual friend, whatever, that does what I do out in Philly, mentioned out in the East Coast, they got a huge problem out there with Women not getting enough foreplay. So, if you're not getting enough foreplay, chances are, ladies, you are not reaching orgasm, right? You're not coming. So, we're going to be talking about that shortly, okay? And any just closing up the social media aspects with friends, right? We covered a lot of it. Hopefully, provide some insights what's going on. Not only you, if you're thinking about adding or maintaining that connection via social media with your exes and stuff, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, all those aspects, you need to be very, very, very sure that, right, you wouldn't want the same thing happening to you. Got it? So you need to make sure, right, you know, would you do that to somebody else? Why are you doing it? Are you bullshitting yourself? Are you bullshitting your new partner, right? You wouldn't want them to do it, so chances are you wouldn't do it, or maybe you're not being upfront with your feelings, you know, your emotional and soulful feelings. Maybe you haven't moved on. Maybe you haven't healed, and that might be a good way to, you know what, to work on that before you get into a relationship. But as we know, the human element, you know, we hate being hurt, we hate being pain. So what do we do? We try to slap that band-aid on it, or in case maybe gauze or frickin' size of a bed sheet to heal that pain. I'm laughing, but it hurts. And all of a sudden you're looking for somebody else to take that away to distract you. That's only a temporary fix, usually, right? Because usually you settle in, you wait, you don't even have your own bearings down. Then you bring somebody else up in that situation, and that's not very cool. Okay, so, oh, I need to read this. Okay, okay. Hey, this is Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, relationship and sex specialist and this is the art of relationships show on fishbowl radio network sorry check out the show every monday night from 10 p.m that's 9 central to midnight right you can hear insights advice right about trying to improve your relationship and not only your relationship your own individual sense of self right and be more evolved as a person, become who you want to be, more secure, more confident, right? Not arrogant. I don't want to help people become an arrogant. That's not my style. I want you confident. I want you being a good person. I want you 
to open your eyes to the world and other people around you, okay? So I'm here. The show is about helping you, right? So don't miss the Art of Relationships radio show on Fishbowl Radio Network on the Uncut Bowl, right? Jump on in. And I'm going to be back in a little bit, and we're going to start the second hour of the show, and we're going to talk about everybody's, let's it's not even a secret pleasure, is it? Ooh, about orgasms. We're going to talk, we can get into squirting orgasms. That tend to be a topic I've been asked a lot when I teach human sexuality uh, with clients, with guys, um, other people. And we're going to get into maybe myths about orgasms. We're talking about there's all kinds of orgasms, right? We're going to get into that, you know, dealing with women. So listen up and enjoy, people. <laughs> You're going to listen up and maybe laugh a little bit. I'm hoping. <laughs> and I'm going to be back in a few moments. This is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show through Spreaker.com. And also now, gladly, on Fishbowl Radio Network. Be back in a few minutes. Thank you, people. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
To call myself the gray pretender before they tell me why you remembered when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy, yeah. Everybody, this is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Your listen first song was "Maybe I Love You" by Rev Ride Time. That one was what? The Great Pretender by Skyway Traffic. Again, that was Skyway Traffic, and. This is, of course, the Art of Relationships radio show <gasps> again. <laughs> and we just got done. The first segment of the show was about exes and social media. Maybe definitely more don'ts <laughs> than do's. And looking at the bullshit and everything that goes hand in hand with that. Now, the fun begins now we're gonna juice it up a little bit spice it up with the later hour and we're gonna talk about 
about orgasms, right? What do you want to know, people? Again, phone number. Give me a call. 586-212-4196. I'd love to hear more callers. And hopefully, I know there was a glitch on Fishbowl Radio Networks about... Um, advertising the show tonight on their website. There were some glitches, so I don't know how many listeners are actually going to be aware of the show um, about going on. We got individual in text that I want them. You want what? Orgasms with a menage de moi, or do you want them with a partner? And is it better with a partner by yourself? Or what happens if your partner maybe isn't really getting them, right? First off, I want to hit with, you know, everybody, and I think this is more for women out there. And talking about guys orgasming, they look at, um, oh, the guy comes, right? Oh, he's satisfied. He got off. But you need to realize there's, just like you ladies, there's, different intensities of orgasms, right? The guy got off and he might say, oh, uh, okay, whoopie doo. <laughs> or, you know, and I talked about this, you know, on different shows later on, or later on, <laughs> before I'm getting tired here as we're going into the, well, we are into the 11 o'clock hour, 10 o'clock uh, central time. But, you know, do you want the type of orgasm? Do you want your guy to have that orgasm where he's freaking just blaring out his lungs? Oh, baby! Woohoo! Or, eh, thanks. That was good. Eh. <laughs> there are a lot of women, there's a myth that, oh, the guy comes, he's satisfied. He might be satisfied. Like, you know, you're hungry. You ate. Yeah. You know, maybe you had a hamburger, right? When you were in the mood for a freaking big juicy steak. Yeah, you're satisfied, but <laughs> you know what? You want a freaking huge, you know, monstrosity banana split, you know, freaking four different ice cream flavors and all of a sudden you just get a vanilla cone. Are you going to be satisfied? Maybe, <laughs> but remember, right? There are different intensities of orgasms for guys, lady, just like there are for you, right? I love when he is loud when he comes. Oh, welcome back. Foo. Hopefully you're feeling good too. Anyways, you love it. You know what? A lot of women, I years ago, years ago, now... Oh, God, now I'm talking shit about myself. The show's about you. <laughs> I used to be a quiet comer. <laughs> I don't know if I... <laughs> this was <laughs> years and years ago, right? Uh, someone's going to call. Oh, Greg, yeah, that was like last week. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. But you look at that. You know, years... I don't know if it was being embarrassed or losing control or all this. And... You know, you learn, you know what? A lot of women like it when guys freaking, it makes them 
fucking, you know you rocked his world, right, ladies? You want to hear him freaking scream and moan just like us guys do, right? Um, so there are intensities, and what's it take? A little more teasing, and we all know the more you prolong an orgasm with guys, typically the more intense the orgasm's going to be, right? What? Oh, so how do you make that happen? Do tell what makes a man have a grand orgasm. Everybody is different, right? Usually the more you tease and prolong, and if you help them, a lot of women that are not, what do I want to say, sexually mature, maybe that might be, I'll say it, sexually mature, sexually evolved. There we go. That might be a better word. Because I'm going to get hit or uh, maybe I'm going to drive from the office tonight and someone's going to, some women are going to be out there beating me over the head. <laughs> but we'll say sexually evolved. Grand orgasm, typically, the more he withholds coming, right, the bigger the orgasm is going to be. And we can get into anal play. Some guys like anal play, some don't. Um, that's could be everyone's heard about milk in the prostate. What what, what the hell was that? Um, right, I can't even think of the damn movie to talk about milk in his prostate and everything. Um, Joyride or some movie, whatever kid, the guy from uh, American Pie. You know, they're that way. If he likes anal play, that could be one way. But the more you get him to withhold coming, the bigger the orgasm is going to happen. And the big thing. The, a lot of people, you're going to hear a lot, maybe other professionals, uh, people related, you know, maybe, call, you know, sex experts, specialists, whatever, that, you know, they say they want guys, right? If you, if a guy gets 80% to reach an orgasm, it's too late. That's the point of no return. Every guy has a point of no return where, you're looking at, oh, shit, there ain't no stopping it. No matter what you do, you could put super glue in the tip to stop from coming, and it's going to blow that super glue out all over the place. Most people say 80%. I want guys to learn to be able to get, you know, go to 70% because I think that 80% mark is a little too steep. Got it? I think it gets to the point where it's a little too steep. So I tell him, you know, right around 70%. And the guy should be telling you, oh, baby, I don't want to come yet. What's wrong with that? Just say, I don't want to blow it. I don't want to come yet. And the lady should be able to help in it. Or what happens if you tell him, you know what? I don't want you to come yet. And the guy, just a state of shock. Oh, oh, shit. That might break the habit, the vibration, if you... <laughs> vibration the balls vibrating reaching bubbling up like a volcano ready to explode <laughs> but you look at you know if the lady you know can tell him i don't want you to come yet right it could be that and everyone talked about you know sensate fo focus to start and stop technique which is probably the most successful to stop and start where you know he gets up to 70 percent and you stop maybe you just work on caressing, kissing, you don't, hey, what the hell is so funny in chat? <laughs> you look at, um, 
you can kiss, caress, slow down, right? Slow down. Get them to sort of sort of mellow out a little bit, breathe. Then you can get going again and build that up again. And a lot of women don't. That's why I said about sexually evolved that you can tell them stop. I don't want them to come yet. Some women don't. And you hear, you know, the start and stop. Also yanking on his balls. Not too tight, right? Sort of even pinching the the base of the shaft where the balls go. That is another way to help or maybe prevent the orgasm. And that's why a lot of guys, well, I wouldn't say a lot, is, you know, everybody's different. Men, women, they're okay. Where they talk about wearing cock rings to help from getting them to blow it, right? To sort of hold on to it. Wow. <laughs> hold on to a nice choice of words, Greg. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm tired and slap happy. But you look at, you know, cock rings, those are other ways. So typically, the longer you refrain from the guy reaching orgasm, the more potent, more powerful it's going to be. Okay, women could be a little different, right? Because you can reach a lot of women, not all are multiple orgasmic, right? So you can intensify the same thing, too, with their orgasms about, you know, building up, teasing a little bit. It works a little differently, of course, for women than men. Some women don't want that. They want you just a freaking calm, right? <laughs> so it's different, especially when you're multiple orgasmic. You know what? You can do that and build it up. Sometimes, you know, first orgasm might be a little one, but the second or third can be a lot more powerful. Now, I'm going to get into maybe myths about female orgasms. And like I said, I talk about uh, the difference about, um, when I say difference, you know, difference between men and women orgasm. Most men, right? Most men are, they come once, we need resolution, as the click word is, or the downtime to get up again to be able to come again. Some men can be trained. It can be very difficult to be able to be multiple orgasmic. Some men are, and I think we are when we're younger, right? <laughs> well, I don't know if we lose our testosterone. That's part of it, being tired or whatever. It takes us longer to get back up but we last longer. Yay! Right? <laughs> and when we're older, more mature. But with women, uh, going back on, I get asked this over and over and over again um, by clients and human sexuality. You, you hear people talking about this on social media, all over the place. Oh, my God. There are so many different types of women orgasms a female orgasms right right there are i'm going to talk about the most common orgasms that and then i'm going to throw a little reality at you okay that you know everyone talk about there's clitoral orgasm right there's a deep spot orgasm oh my god what about now i'm getting all hot and bothered not juiced up now what about the g-spot orgasm Right? What about the anal orgasm? <gasps> I said anal. Oh, my God, yes. I did say anal orgasm, right? What about the vaginal orgasm? Oh, my God. Right? I'm going to tell you. They're all centered, believe it or not, 
through the clit, the clitoral nervous, the nervous, <laughs> the clitoral nerve network, right? They are actually tied in. It's been done with MRI studies, CAT scan, PET scans. It's been done recently to find out they, they are all tied in. Even though for women, they may feel different, right? One might feel more intense than the other, different area, but they're all tied into the clitoral nerve network, right? The deep spot orgasm, which is a lot of people, <gasps> right? A lot of people, what the hell is a deep spot orgasm? It is a spot right above the female cervix or the male cervix. I'm kidding. Uh, men don't have cervix, right? <laughs> so it is a spot, right? And you do not want to bang the cer tip of the cervix, right, ladies? Or you will freaking be in so much pain. And you will literally cut his nuts off um, big time. You don't want to do that. You don't want to hurt ladies, right? Most men aren't going to be able. Most. Oh, my God. Someone on chat. Oh, my God. The anal orgasm. I work in, work in the clip. Most intense orgasm I ever had. <gasps> oh, I need a shower now. No. <laughs> and like I said, every woman is. Different. Some women don't like anal sex or anal play. But we're going to get back to the deep spot. The deep spot orgasm is a spot. It is, it feels like a, you know, like a rubber washer. <laughs> it's smooth, right? Um, everyone's like a rubber washer. You close your clothes and women are out there. What the hell? Washer? Like a washing machine? No. Like you have a, you know, a rubber ring. Come on, we do that. It's like a, a rubber ring that um, it's smooth with the interior of the vaginal lining. There's, you know, it's sort of not it's soft and everything, but it has ridges, you know, ridges in it. But this is right before the cervix. It is a ring that is very smooth. And sometimes if you gently, if guys fingers are deep enough, usually you might have to use, you know, the middle finger, um, you know, or the index finger. The other ones aren't going to re reach. You don't want to use something else because you could hurt something. You don't know the pressure really that is inflicting on that region. I don't want any women to be hurt. But, you know, if you reach with your finger long enough, you can reach it. And some women, you know, just by finger, um, you rub that ring gently, not a lot of pressure. It can drive women nuts. This same spot, the deep spot or that ring, actually gets hit, ah, indirectly, easiest through, as the individual on chat mentioned, about anal sex. That's why a lot of women are able to reach orgasm this way through anal sex and why women like anal sex. Again, you're not, guys, you're not just going to jam it in there. You're going to hurt. No, you need to practice if they're into it what if they're experiencing it then whatever she wants goes but you got to be gentle i don't want anyone to be hurt right use lube right <laughs> lube um but that is why a lot of anal sex for women can be very very pleasurable they're hitting that that deep spot if you will part of by 
the tip of the cervix by penetrating through the anus. Okay, so there's the deep spot orgasm. Again, these are, I'm hitting different spots of orgasm for women. These are all clitoral based. It is an amazing orgasm. What? Oh, what, what the other chant one says? She's agreeing. Damn, what the hell, man? I'm getting ripped. <laughs> I'm all about giving pleasure and all that stuff, and I agree. A lot, of, so a lot of women love it. Some aren't into it. And like I said, it's all about eat your own. Well, not eat your own. <laughs> eat your own. If you eat your own, you wouldn't need a partner, right? No, that's just wrong. How unprofessional is me, but that's just me. But you look at, um, oh, I want to say number again. Give me a call, 586-212-4196, okay? You can also hit me up on live chat if you're using the Spreaker app, Spreaker.com, or the Art of Relationships radio show's own app for Android and Apple. And those that have found the show, Fishbowl Network, hopefully they got that up and you were well aware of the show this evening. I have a feeling not, though. So hopefully next Monday you will be aware and we'll have a lot more participating aspects. Okay, so talk about deep spot orgasm. A lot of women love it. They moan, groan, get into it. Some aren't, whatever. But they're actually hitting a deep spot in the clitoral network, nerve network, whatever, that runs into, like I said, all orgasms. I'm going to repeat. A lot of people don't get it. They're going to lie. Uh, well, I'm not going to say lie. They're going to believe, right, their own shit, which they don't know, right? There are all the orgasms, right? No matter if they're more important or not, are all clitoral base from the clitoral nerve network. Got it? And also, the clitoral nerve network runs from the clit. Duh. Duh, Greg. We knew that. <laughs> but not only that, it runs even like a wishbone around the labia minor, you know, the lips, the larger lips of the vaginal region, like a wishbone. Yeah, make a wish, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Runs all the way down there down towards the taint or the perineum <laughs> and down towards the anal cavity, the anus. So that's why it can be anal play can be pleasurable, just running around the rim of it, okay? Why am I talking like that? Oh, my God, I'm getting tired. So I think I'm getting all excited myself. But And the clitoral network runs inside, you know, the upper edge of the vaginal by the G spot, which is tucked right behind the up and behind behind the clitoral where the main nerve endings are that's why they say the g-spot orgasm right tends to be the most potent it's because most of the nerve endings in the clitoral um or the clit are back behind there that's why it tends to be more um yeah i'm getting horny too <laughs> those in chat <laughs> Uh, how many people out there are freaking playing with themselves are going to, that's why I want to do orgasm. People get done with this show and they're going to go out and have sex. I'm all about trying to help that. You're 
boyfriends, husbands out there, whatever wives listening, getting all horned up, you can freaking thank me later <laughs> for this, okay? That's why I, <laughs> I love when I teach uh, human sexuality, freaking, I, I get so many cli <laughs> clients coming, oh, my husband, yeah, <laughs> she knows. Thanks, Greg, yeah. They, I get, yeah, my husband, my boyfriend, my girlfriend wanted to tell me, wanted me to say thank you. And I said, for what? Oh, my God, talk about the, ever since you took this class, man, been freaking hornier than ever. <laughs> I'm all here to help. Okay, so getting on that, um, getting on that to G-spot, like I said, it's tucked behind, you know, up and behind the clitoral region. Guys, you can go online, you can see pictures, whatever. Have your lady, this is talking about, oh, now I want to jump on my baby and wake him up or or play. Ooh, thanks. Uh-oh. <laughs> hmm. Would he mind that? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll say I won't say something. <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble. Trouble. But, um, yeah, he would maybe like that, maybe not. I don't know. Depending what his work shift is. <laughs> But looking at, you know, the situation, again, about the, the G-spot, you know, deep spot. I already talked about vaginal orgasm and the clitoral. Well, the clitoral orgasm is all about, you know, we know that. Duh. But every orgasm. <laughs> Do it, princess. <laughs> oh, my God. We got someone on here uh, freaking coaching you on. <laughs> oh, <Ew>, boy. <laughs> Oh, good. See, I'm all about helping people get rid of their horniness, right? <laughs> Take it out, people. Woohoo! Oh, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, okay. But remember, if anyone tells you, you know, oh, there are four, five, six different types of orgasm, they are tied in. They're all clitoral base. They are different regions, you know, vaginal and as most people know by now and men I want you to listen up and get clued in right most women do not have orgasm for via vaginal intercourse okay some women do I'm not saying they don't but the easiest is usually with outer play right oral sex on the clit region the lips and all that are combination of both maybe playing with their booty hole I like that. I always you haven't used that term in a long time. Their booty hole. <laughs> Playing with their booty hole. Don't be afraid to show your man what and where it feels good. Woohoo! Princess. Oh man, that might have been too loud. You know what? I agree. And that's what I talk about a lot. The difference between a girl and a woman, right? And also a boy and a man. A boy isn't gonna wanna, oh my god, oh don't, I'm all embarrassed. A man? Hell yeah. Show me what you like. Tell me what you want. Tell me how you want to hard or soft. Hell yeah. I want to learn. I want to be your sex toy. Okay. <laughs> Most men are going to be like that. Not all men. You have some men too fragile of an ego, just like you do women. Women. Oh, I can't tell you. I'm too shy. I'm too embarrassed. Oh my God. I'm, I'm not that sexual. I, I need to, uh, that's just not me. Well, if you want to be pleased fully, right, unless 
you know, you have somebody like me that is <coughs> clued in. <laughs> but every woman's different, again, right? Every guy's different. Every woman's different on how they want to be touched and to be able to reach orgasm, right? And a lot of guys, what happens when a woman gets ready to reach orgasm, depends. Depending what way, I should say, it doesn't matter which way. A lot of men will change up the speed, the rhythm, maybe stop, and the woman's like, oh, my God, I was almost there. I was almost there. What the hell did you do? <laughs> you changed. Oh. So, man, if they're getting close, you know, and ladies, right, like you said on chat, tell them. Right there, right there. Don't don't change. Don't change. Right there. Hold on. Oh, right there. Don't change. Nothing. If you do, I'm going to dick punch you, right? <laughs> I'm going to punch you right in the dick. <laughs> oh, God. You think I've been drinking tonight, and I haven't been. Not at all. Maybe I need to be. So, again, getting on, you know, get. I got to stop saying again. All orgasms, again, are clitoral base don't let anyone talk you into it or bullshit you and probably because they don't know that you know there's different types of orgasms they're not they're all clitoral base they can feel differently and that's where i think a lot of people get mixed up work the g-spot orgasm deep spot orgasm clitoral orgasm no i won't dick punch him i love him too much <laughs> <laughs> oh god if he doesn't get you off you're not gonna dick punch him <laughs> oh boy yeah now i'm gonna hear back oh i'll get myself off then good for you such a good woman you are <laughs> oh my god hilarious <laughs> but looking at those you know a lot of women even think, yeah, there are, Greg, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, this is more potent than this. They can be more potent, more sensitive, bring more powerful orgasms, like, you know, anal base, you know, direct clit stimulated, you know, the G-spot orgasm or, you know, vaginal, whatever. These are all part of the clitoral nerve network that provides the orgasm. They're more intense depending on how defined, how many nerve endings are, right, in that given area. Like I mentioned, the G-spot tends to have a lot. The clitoral, believe it or not, has two to three times more nerve endings than the head of a penis. So remember that. Yeah, that's usually number one go-to to get off to have an orgasm, right, ladies? When you're playing with yourself and all that, your ears are going to be playing with your clit big time, right? After it's hard. You don't want a guy just start gnawing on it, you know, licking on it, chewing on it, <laughs> whatever, when you're not aroused and it's not engorged, which means what? Erect like a mini penis. How many people want to say that clit is a mini penis? That's just wrong. That's just not even right. <laughs> you look at, you know, the situations, again, even women, oh, Greg, you don't know what you're talking about. They're all different orgasms. No, they're, they're different sensitivities. Got it? They are not different. They're all clitoral-based. They have different sensory aspects, but they're all part of the clit nerve network. 
that is where all the orgasms come. They are not separate from the clit, the G-spot, whatever. They're all tied into the clitoral nerve network, if you will, okay? So people out there, you even have some biology teachers or whatever, or you're going to have some sex therapist. They have no clue what they're talking about. Or I love this, and I want to get on a show later on about the difference, all these sex coaches, relationship dating coaches versus professionals and that's another show too and a lot of people a lot of people don't know the difference and there is a huge huge clinical difference and there's no clinical involved with coaches so we're, we'll get into that no clinical training I'll get on that on another show or maybe put it on Facebook I am gonna take one last quick breather this evening and then we're going to finish up the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. One more quick breather, and I'm going to be back very soon, okay? Thanks for listening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show on Fishbowl Radio Network. Catch me on the Uncut Bowl at Fishbowl Radio Network. Be back in a few minutes, people. Thank you. Can't figure out why The hell I can't say all the words that I've been thinking In my mind Unless I'm in front of a crowd Shouting into a mic And I'm naked She get a little bit
If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Hey, welcome back to the last portion of the show. And that last song was Skyway Traffic again. Get a little bit closer. Like I said, you can check um, Eric from Skyway Traffic and Ferris from Rev Right Time on Reverb Nation. They're all over the place. YouTube and Facebook, of course. Thank you for listening this evening. And make sure you check out uh, artofrelationships.org. That's more geared towards uh, the professional uh, counseling realm and also the Art of Relationships Radio Show dot org as well and facebook i'm all over facebook yeah i'm a facebook whore talking about social media it's another it's getting a bunch of information about the radio show and different ways to help people i got a blog as well you can catch links off of the art of relationships.org the main website and i post new blogs hit facebook as well make sure you check out uh, shoes by Shay a s h a y um, on Facebook too. She will ship nationwide hand painted uh, canvas shoes, and she is freaking talented uh, young lady. Uh, huge talented, freaking cool ass designs talented as hell. And I'm not only saying that. She's my daughter, <laughs> but check her out. Shoes by Shay, um, young adult, dynamic lady, and very, I'm not just saying this. Check them out. Very talented, um, very talented young lady. So check them out. Shoes by Shay on Facebook, right? I'm not kidding. Check them out. She's cool. She's talented as hell. Anyways, getting in. We're talking about orgasms, right? And we're getting back, <clears throat> talking about, you know, the orgasm. I talk about, you know, the myth behind the different, you know, different types of orgasms that are out there that um, they're all clitoral based. Like I said, they can have different senses as far as, um, oops, sorry, mic slipped. Different um, senses. They can be more intense, more ravishing. Maybe make your toes curl, right, ladies? Ooh. Depending on being from the G-spot, deep spot, anal, whatever, clitoral. But, again, I can't stress this enough, and I think I already have too much. They're all based on the clitoral nerve endings. So they're all based on there are no different Orgasm, right? They're just based on wherever the clitoral nerve ending has the most senses. Got it? So hopefully that helps you out. <clears throat> and my voice is going nuts. Okay. <laughs> so what else? Now, oh, we got to talk about the squirting orgasm. Oh, my God. The myth. The legend, 
the squirting orgasm, right? Now, how many hmm, how many ladies out there or how many guys? I, I love hearing this about the squirting orgasm. Oh, my God, I got to get rubber sheets. I got to get my rain suit on. I'm going to freaking drown, <laughs> right? I'll be down there and I'm freaking going to drown her if I'm freaking giving her oral sex, licking her, and all of a sudden she freaking squirts all over me. I'm going to freaking drown. <laughs> oh, I had to make fun. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and you have some women. Every, I, I got to back up a little bit. Most majority of women do have the potential to have a squirting orgasm. However, I'm going to tell people out there all the time, right? A lot of guys think it's an ego trip to have a woman, oh, I got him to squirt, you know, whatever, it's cool, whatever, try it once, twice, whatever. However, when you have a squirting orgasm, there is no difference. Ooh, I'm going to tell you this. There is no difference typically in intensity between a non-squirting orgasm, and a regular orgasm. Some women naturally can, you know, they'll squirt, whatever. That's part of being able to let go, release. The trick is, well, there's a few tricks. It takes a little longer to have a squirting orgasm. And what happens is most women will, you know, majority of women, like, you know, 70% of women will never have a squirting orgasm. That doesn't mean you, you know, that doesn't mean the sex is any less intense, that the orgasm is any less intense if you don't squirt. Not at all. That's one of the huge myths about the squirting orgasm. And I'm going to get into maybe the biology aspect and what creates that in a bit uh, to close out the show. And then you guys can go freaking knock one off or, you know, Foo can wake her husband up and have her way with him. <laughs> Uh, that is not true for me. It is way more intense. Oh, foo, you're making me out to be a liar. Uh-oh, for most women, it is not any more intense. Now, the thing is, what probably makes it more intense for you is you're probably able to go on longer, typically, when it is more intense, so women are more multiple orgasmic. Ah, that's one thing. And remember, I said with women, a lot of times the orgasms build up in intensity. You know, the first one might be ooh, then the second one even more intense, and the third. That's what makes the feeling of a squirting orgasm more intense. Even if you didn't squirt, chances are, even if it was like your third whatever orgasm, chances are it's going to be just as intense. Now. This is not true, as obvious with you, Foo. This is not true for every woman. This is most women, okay? That is one of the myths, if you want to say, out there. Okay, so, oop, let me get my uh, back towards the mic, sorry. Now, another aspect is what happens. A lot of women who are not used to squirting or they're afraid and they need to learn that usually women get a sensation right before they're going to squirt. They, but it doesn't happen all the time, and he loves it. Okay, yeah, I get it. 
It doesn't have to happen all the time. Not at all. Um, some guys love it. Some women squirt buckets full. <laughs> and it gets freaking soaked all away. It can be a mess. Some women, when they squirt, it's not as that. I would say it's not that much liquid, if you will. <laughs> so now the trick is a lot of women, when they go to women, first of all, you know, with orgasms and reaching them, you should pee before sex or at least try. Some women can't empty the bladder. That's going to make it more comfortable for you. And also it makes it easier for you to reach orgasm. Now, Going back to the squirting orgasm, what happens is a lot of women will have the sensation they think they have to pee, right? So right there, oh, got to stop. I got to pee. Ah, no. Typically, you will know, and as maybe Fu mentioned in the chat, women will learn the difference between when they're going to squirt and when they have the P. There is a difference. Just like men, ladies, what happens? The bladder gets blocked off by a gate, right? When we're erect and have a boner, that's, well, guys, right? When we have a boner, whatever, it's harder and hell to pee because that gate blocks the bladder. Got it? And allows the semen, the ejaculate to come out. The same thing for women. The female ejaculate Ah, we're going to get into that with the squirting orgasm. Is it pee? Is it urine? Whatever. The squirting orgasm can have a little urine in it. That's normal. That's common. It's trace. And every woman, like I said, is different, especially if they have a weaker bladder, maybe a valve that's not fully developed or maybe weaker to where um, there might be a little more urine come out of it. But typically, the female ejaculator squirting is equivalent to male ejaculate minus the sperm. And I'm going to get into that. So back, I'm going to back up a little bit. So women can learn when they get, they can learn the difference between when they actually have to pee and when they squirt, okay? And usually it can take, you know, usually takes 10, some maybe even up to 20 minutes or half an hour to get a woman to squirt right? But some women can be sore and everything. And what happens? There's different traces. It is more towards the G spot. This typically happens. And what happens by the G spot, what I mean is the G spot actually is like up above and right underneath. Well, it's sort of on top, I should say. On top of the G spot, it's going to feel like... Um, nubs. <laughs> I don't know how else to say. Little almost like braille bumps or nubs. Um, you'll notice a difference between vaginal tissue and that those nubs by the G spot are actually part of or underneath those are what are called the urethra sponge. The urethra sponge is what holds the female ejaculate and where the squirt comes the squirt goes through urethra sponge right, and comes out with the female ejaculate. And part of where all the female, the liquid and ejaculate, mostly comes from the squeen's gland. And women are saying, what the hell? The squeen's gland, what the fuck is that? Oh, I said the F word once tonight. 
I'm improving. Usually I'll say it about 10 times. But um, they're saying, what the hell is that? The skeletal gland is, the, is smaller than the male, but it is the equivalent to the, the male prostate, ladies, believe it or not. The skeletal gland is the equivalent to the male prostate, but it's smaller. And what happens is that prostate empties fluid. That's where the vaginal fluid, when you get lubricated and everything else, gets up and you know comes out from the urth uh, from the skeletal gland, excretes it to the urethral sponge, and that's what makes you comes out through you know the vaginal openings and the secretion and everything out. Right? That's usually what causes women to get wet. Right? It's all part of the skeletal gland tied in with the um, the glands around the vaginal. Uh, vaginal opening and all this stuff, and inside the vaginal lubrication glands, the skeletal gland and the urethral sponge is mostly responsible for vaginal lubrication. How many women knew that? Skeletal gland. Look it up. It's not even. I tell people and I laugh about it. It's not even in the co college I teach it. It's not even in their damn textbook with the skeletal gland in for human sexuality. And they're, Greg, what are you talking about? And I draw, it looks like a cyclops when I draw a vagina <laughs> on the board. And uh, I mark where the skeletal gland is, right? It's um, in between the vaginal opening and the urethra. There's not much, you know, space there. A lot of people, urethra, the pee hole in the vaginal opening. It's right like to the right, you can't see it. It's almost like a microscopic opening. It is, and you're not really going to be able to see um, like a dot type aspect, but it's back in there. But the, the urethra sponge, when you massage that, that's in the G spot, it's all tied in. That's what empties the urethra sponge and makes you squirt. And like I said, the con consistency when a female ejaculates or squirts is. Basically the same potassium content, everything is the male ejaculate, very, very similar. There might be trace urine in it, where men typically there's none. But with there might be a little trace of urine in it. Every woman's different. Not only every woman is different, but you know, every squirting orgasm could be different. You know, they could have traces of urine in them and they might not. Just to let you know, I don't want to gross everybody out, but you know, it's it's a trace amount, and it's not going to be that no noticeable. You know, you see, that's why you know, freaking sperm, believe it or not, only you know makes up one tenth of the content of the. Not even I don't even think it's one. Yeah, about one tenth um, of uh, the ejaculate composition in men. Oh, my God, I had a brain fart. I should know that. I think it's less than that But of the ejaculate. But those are situations that you need to know about the squirting orgasm, right? They can be a mess, <laughs> right? It could be cool. If you want to find out and do it, it can be cool to try it. And then you're like, oh, okay, that was awesome. Some women want to do it again and again and again, like maybe <clears throat> someone in chat. I'm not going to mention her name again. <laughs> but... You know, it, there's ways to do it, and sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it, and it just happens. It could be some women might be able to squirt easier through even, 
you know, vaginal, doing it doggy style because you're hitting a G spot with the penis. If he knows what he's doing, he can hit that G spot in the urethra sponge and make you pee. But usually the squirting needs usually comes from uh, the fingers uh, through manual stimulation or fingering, right? I think if you're going to fuck me in the ass, a little urine shouldn't bother them. No shit. I agree. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That is so freaking hilarious. We're going to chase all the people from Texas away. And uh, <laughs> maybe not. We might maybe get them to shake it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> so hopefully people learn a little bit about. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. You, you ladies on chat crack me up. And I thank you and I appreciate you very much for the laughs. Um, so those are, you know, some consistencies about, the, you know, squirting orgasm and myths about, you know, all these different types of female orgasms. They're all clitoral based. They just have different intensities, right? Um, just different intensities or different scents sensory aspects depending on how many nerve endings are you know that's why i'd like to g-spot orgasm and all that it's all based on how many um nerve endings are there which tend to be more sensitive okay so hopefully people gain some insights to social media the first part of the show you know in dealing with access and you know what most of the cases don't be friends with exes, especially if you are in a relationship. And typically, the only exception I said, and you better clue your partner in on this, is if you're worried about a, your kids, you have mutual kids between you and your ex, and there's mutual safety, and you're trying to see if he or she, yes, ladies, he or she, are doing something that might be stupid to jeopardize the health of the kids. Like maybe, you know, oh, he's bragging about doing cocaine and it was his weekend with the kids or drinking too much, drinking and driving. I got away with it. I shouldn't have. You know, if there are tools like that, then albeit you need to protect the kids by whatever means possible. And, of course, we touched on uh, the orgasms, right? I need to get more in-depth with them, right? And maybe different ways. I need to do maybe oral sex again. Okay. <laughs> well, that is going to be the show tonight. And, hey, again, this is Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, relationship and sex specialist in private practice here in Metro Detroit area. This is the Arda Relationships Radio Show on Fishbowl Radio Network. You can check out the show every Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central, from 10 to midnight or 9 to 11. You can hear, hopefully, some awesome insights to help your relationships, help your life get more intimate on the physical and emotional levels, okay? So, don't miss the Art of Relationships radio show. Jump on in to the Fishbowl. You can listen on you know, Fishbowl Radio Network on Uncouple. And also, to new listeners out there, you can also download the Art of Relationships radio show own app for Apple 
and Android devices. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. And check me out, the Art of Relationships Radio Show.org, the Art of Relationships.org. All over Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter name is Greg's underscore score art for Art of Relationships. Okay. And if you'd like to sponsor a show or help support, the Art of Relationships radio show, please give me a call, uh, 586-212-4196. You can also zip me a private message on Facebook and also email greg, G-R-E-G, at the Art of Relationships radio show. Thank you so much for everybody listening in. Everybody have a good night. Or, actually, it's almost morning. It's almost the midnight hour here at the eastern part of the U.S. Everybody take care. Thank you so much for listening. Much love to everybody out there. Hopefully, everybody gained some insights. Much love. Everybody take care. The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you.